Hello and welcome to Say a Little Prayer Nigeria. My name is Sharon Tanko and I am your host. A common question every individual has asked himself at one point in time is who am I? The second most common question being who do I want to be? These two questions are what this season is all about. Together with the Holy Ghost and by the grace of God, we will explore who we are and our capacity to fulfill who that is. Now, we already know that we as believers have been called to love. But what does God say in us that he would have this unwavering expectation of us? I do hope that you take the time to listen this season and that as you do, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Listen and be blessed. Good evening. Welcome and thank you for joining me in fellowship once again. I pray the Lord deals kindly with you this week and that you are able to experience his incomprehensible joy and marvel at his awesomeness in your life. I would like to implore of you yet again to keep speaking good and positive things about our country, Nigeria. I know that it might be a bit difficult to find the positives, but that's the beauty of words. If they don't exist, these positive things that you want to see in this country, if they don't exist, you can speak them into existence. Please remember always that every word spoken will manifest. So be careful of what you say and be aware of what you do not say. I really do hope that as we live this life, we'll grow more and more conscious of the words that we release into the atmosphere. But for now, shall we say a little prayer? Heavenly Father, your children are gathered as one tonight to hear from you. Please use me as you so choose. May my words be your words. May your spirit move within us. Open our hearts to you this night, good Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So last week our focus was on the graced and predestined man where I briefly explained that every aspect of our Christian lives from start to finish is by his grace. It's not our works, it's not our money, but it's by his grace. His grace is, is freely given undeserved favor. That's what it is. You can't explain it or give a valid reason as to why you were spared or favored, protected, loved, blessed. You, you, you don't get the luxury of a reason. Because it is not about you. It's not about what you did or even what you will do, whether it's good or bad. It's about him. It is who he is. And he is merciful. He is compassionate. He is love. He is good. And that is all the reason that we will ever really get as to why he is gracious to us. Why I say it this way is so that you get it. There's, there is not one single believer that never asks the question, why me? 
it would amaze me honestly if it wasn't your first question, even your, your pre-salvation question. And if you haven't asked this question, you will eventually. Because God generally blows our minds with his grace. And really we want explanations because there will be that part of, of you that feels unworthy of it. You will see everything you did wrong, even the ones that you are yet to do. And you will wonder why, when God knew all about that, why he still chose to have compassion on you, why he chose to favor you. You'll think probably that you're not a good person. You are not kind. You're not perfect. You're not worthy. Those thoughts are a waste of your time. Because for everything that you think you are not, he is. You may not be kind, but he is. You may not be perfect, but he is. You may not be worthy, but he is. You don't define him. He doesn't react to you. You, my dear, cannot change him. He is who he is, and he is merciful. And for his merciful nature, he has shared his grace with you so that you are not alone or stranded or afraid or belittled or ridiculed. He has graced you with the ability and the opportunity to experience him to the fullest as much as you can contain within you until it pours out, until it gushes out of you. That is just who he is. He is a marvelous God because you will marvel at him. But be advised. His grace is awesome, yes. And it will locate you wherever you are, yes. But you have to follow his lead. Put it this way. If you keep letting go of his hand to indulge, You'll keep sabotaging the grace that is functioning in your life. God loves you. He has always loved you. But he will never force you. As much as it will hurt him, he will never force his grace on you. So when you turn your back on God, you turn your back on his grace as well. You can't eat your cake and have it. It doesn't work that way. Okay, um, last week we also focused really, really briefly on the predestined man, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, where I said that I believe every man has a fate, F-A-T-E, a, a destiny, if you will. And your fulfillment of that destiny depends on your ability to listen and obey. No man is a mistake. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a reason for existing. See, um, I watched this British TV show about a nanny that helps um, parents with difficult toddlers. And, and there is an underlining truth that all these households come to realize. Now, the kids are usually never older than five, at least as far as I've watched. But the nanny always insists with the parents that their toddlers be given responsibilities, that they be given purposes in and around the house. It, it makes them feel needed, like, like, like they're important, like they're a part of something bigger, more or less. 
And it works. It always works. They are much less difficult, much less aggressive when they have something that they are contributing. Why am I saying this? Because, because I want you to know that even before you could realize it, you've been searching for a purpose. Why? Because some holy instinct within you knows that you were sent for a reason. There is something for you to do. When you don't know what that is, you get difficult, you get aggressive, you get depressed even, you get angry. The purpose settles you. When you know what that is, peace about it will come. I'm not saying that there will not be waves, but because you know where you are going, you don't get tossed with it, you don't get turned around. See, the tasks were always there for these toddlers. They were everywhere, but the parents never set them in that direction. And everybody knows that idle hands are the devil's workshop. Long story short, there is a purpose for you. For every one of us on this planet, there is a purpose. Seven billion tasks for seven billion people. A lot of people will live and die and never know what their purpose was. They will never have peace about it. I pray that you don't fall among them. Ask and listen and God will tell you. He's your parent, but you have to listen. All right. Today we are in Ephesians chapter 3. Now I'm going to read verses 19 and 20. 19 because I love it. And 20 because that's the main event. So Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 to 20. The amplified version. I'll read. 19. And that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. That you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. 20. Now, to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all that we dare to ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power, that is at work within us. 21. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Tonight's focus is the powerful man. God is able. We know this. We, we chant it at least every Sunday. Whether it's in praise and worship or, or in the prayer session or, or in the special ministrations, every Sunday we are reminded that God is able. And he is. God can do anything. What's your biggest prayer point? Your, your wildest hope? 
Take it to, to, to the extent of your imagination. Be creative. Be grand and fabulous with it. Meditate on it and, and evolve it to the, the best of your ability. Your highest imagination. Add a deadline if you want, Seth. God can do it. He can. He can do anything good. He can do anything good. But we get angry or, or, or disheartened when it doesn't happen because we didn't get the memo. He can do anything good, but only according to the power at work in us. If you've paid your NEPA bill or whatever it's called, wherever you are, but you only put on one light bulb in your living room, would you still have electricity? Yes, you would. But would you have light in your bedroom, your bathroom, your kitchen? No. Why? Because you have light according to the power at work. And the only power at work is the one light bulb in your living room. Your TV is not on. Your iron is not on. Your electric kettle is off. Your fridge is off. Your heater is off. Everything else is off. It is not because the power isn't there. But rather it's because you are not working it. We believers, we have work to do. What is the work? Hebrews 10.23, King James Version. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now, I use the King James Version because the other translation says the confession of our faith. And I wanted us to understand that our profession, our work, is our confession of our faith. What we speak of our hopes, of our dreams, the evidence of things not seen, that is our work. That's our profession. Go back to the creation. God worked and it was good. For six days, he worked and it was good. He worked and it was good. He worked and it was good. What work did he do? He spoke. He confessed his faith. That was what he did. And if I am his descendant, if you are his descendant, and we function like him, then we will work the only work that he knows about. And that work is confession. It is the work of confession. We confess our faith. We don't just dream it. We don't just think it. We confess it every chance that we get. We confess it believing. We believe that it is as we say it is. And we work according to that belief. We don't sway. We move like we believe. Situations. Look here. Situations do not determine you. You determine them. The moment that you lose sight of that is the moment that chaos and anarchy takes over in your life because there is nobody in charge. You have the power resting within you to make your wildest dreams come true. But it will not happen if you do not put it to work. And what is this part exactly, Seth? Romans chapter 8, verse 11. King James Version again. 
But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I'll put it this way. From the end to the beginning. The power gave revelation to John. The power did not let him boil in oil. The power cast out numerous demons at work in Paul with the uttering of that one word, Lord, as he fell from his horse. The power protected Peter from the poison of the venomous snake that beat him on his way to Caesar. The power raised Jesus from the dead. It gave the disciples the authority to heal and cast out demons in the name of Jesus. The power made it possible for a virgin to conceive the son of the living God. The power revealed Jesus to Malachi. The power secured Jonah in the whale, Daniel in the lion's den, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fairy furnace. The power made Solomon the wisest and richest king of Israel. The power worked for his father, David, the apple of God's eye, the one who slayed Goliath, the lion, and the bear with his bare hands. It worked through Elisha. It worked through Elijah. The power walked through the judges, Samson, Deborah. It walked through Gideon and Joshua. The power is the same that showed signs and marvelous wonders through prophet Moses. It is the same power that walked through our fathers, Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham. It is the same power that enabled Noah, preserving humanity. It is that same power that created humanity in the first place. It's the power that made the beasts of the earth and the fish of the sea. It's the same power that made the sea itself, that made planets, it made the sun, it made the moon, it made the stars. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. It is the same power that has been here from the very beginning, the power that is God. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning, there was a Spirit, and the Spirit was a Word, and that Word, that Spirit, is God. This He is the power that is residing within you. A living, breathing, life-creating, world-making, fire-raging, life-preserving power. Everything is within you. Now the ability of your spirit to contain all of this power surging through you is a testament to God himself. See, the Old Testament is excellent for a reason. It shows you the extent of his power, whether it's leashed or unleashed. Just read a little and know what you actually have resting inside of you, looking for every breath to escape, every opportunity to unleash. Don't be confused as to who you are. You are powerful. You are full of power. You are brimming with power. God has imbued you with him, with, with all of him. 
you are full to capacity. The word is living inside you and he wants to manifest. So you confess him. Confess him. Speak him into the atmosphere and watch him turn your night into day. Watch him turn your dreams into reality. You have to work the power in you. You don't just contain him. You release him into your world and watch miracles happen left, right, and center because that is the only definition for what would happen. Miracles. Shall we say a little prayer? Father God, thank you for choosing me as a home for you. Father, I in turn choose from this day forward to confess you into every aspect of my life, into every breath, into every hope, into every dream and every purpose. My words will be your words because you that has done it before will do it again. And as I confess my faith into my life, as has been promised, greater works will I do because you are faithful that promised. So thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for your power because it will work from this day forward in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so very much for staying faithful. Until next Tuesday by 8 p.m., the Lord bless you. Good night. My name is Sharon Tanko and I hope you were blessed by this sermon and that it opened your heart to new knowledge from our Father. For those of you who haven't taken that vital step in accepting Christ as your Lord and personal Savior but would like to do so now, please say this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I know that you went to the cross and died for me. I know that on the third day you rose. I know you did this because you love me. You showed me a deeper love, a love that goes beyond dying and into overcoming death. And now, knowing this, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my life today, sweet Lord, so that I may be one with the Father. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your forgiveness, and I thank you for this great love. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, thank you and welcome to the kingdom of God. My brother, my sister, God will have his way with you. Now, if you would like to reach out to me, feel free to do so at Say A Little Prayer Nigeria. That is Say A Little Prayer NG both on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to share and pray with you. If you want to learn more beyond the podcast, you can visit my pastor, Reverend Delison Tanko, both on Facebook and on YouTube. His, his preaching is easy to follow and it's easier still to grasp and have a deeper, more precise understanding of our Heavenly Father. If this podcast has inspired you and you feel the need to sow a seed into it, 
you can give an offering at 0140-323659. That is 0140-323659, Guarantee Trust Bank. Or you can give at 151-1321-721. That is 151-1321-721 at Access Bank. God bless you as you give. God bless you as you give. Now, don't forget to say a little prayer for you and your loved ones. Thank you and stay blessed.